There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, David Crockett. I'm Lee. <laughs> From the Deep Town Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by America's Mark Bourbon. And this is Don't Tread America. Got to hurry. Come on. Let's go. All right, guys, how's everybody doing out there today? It is. Thursday, February 29th, 2024. This will be the only February 29th show I do, maybe ever. This could be the only one. I mean, who knows? It was it leap year every three years, right? So, I mean, who knows? This, this could be the only one. So, we've got to bring the fucking heat. Here we go. See, because as I'm recording... I've noticed that I'm running out of room. I think I think I figured out the problem with my computer. You see, because uh, I am, by no stretch of the imagination, a computer savant. More of an idiot savant. Or just an idiot. But anyway, yeah, it says here I got uh, three hours and 31 minutes of recording space left on my computer. So, I'm thinking what I'm going to have to do, and I really don't want to delete shows off my computer and, and count on the fact that my uh, podcast uh, company that puts out the show is going to not fuck me and take all my stuff, so I need to keep my, my individual property. So uh, I probably need to get a uh, external hard drive. If you guys are listening to the show, if... <laughs> The guys, everyone that's listening to the show, I should say, if you are any bit of a computer something more than I am, if you could let me know if that would help me free up some space on this computer, if that's what I need to do, maybe take a hard drive, an external hard drive, and and move all my files onto that. Tell me if that'll work. You can hit me up on the uh, ticker talker 
Oh, I'm sorry. The Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore seventeen seventy five, or if you're following the show on Facebook, you can message me there at Don't Turn on America. So, a couple of things, guys, and we'll get into the show. Um, really been thinking about things lately, and it looks like I named the title of this show is going to be the treasonous Joe Biden. And we'll get into all that here in just a minute. But a couple of things, guys. First, please, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, guys, if you would please do me a favor and make sure that you are sharing the show. And also, equally as important, make sure that you are following the show, uh, whatever it is, whatever the button is on whatever podcast app you're listening, you're following, you subscribe, whatever it is. If you're on Apple or Spotify, if you could please make sure to leave a rating, five-star preferably, and if you want to leave a review, that'd be great too. And those are the little things that you can do for a show like this. I don't charge anything. I don't do Patreon. With the exception of the DTOM store, I don't do anything. So those are the little things you can do to help um, support the show and help with the algorithm. So please do that. Another thing you could do is also send me a check in care. No, I'm joking. You <laughs> you can go, if you're on social media, you can check us out at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. Now, the Ticker Talker is just for drinks. If you're watching this on Don't Tread on America TV, my intro was a little rough because I had just taken a sip of whiskey and it, uh, it bit a little bit, so <laughs> of course, right? But you know, hey, I could have stopped and I could have re-recorded it, but you know what? What the fuck, right? We're all here. It's all good. And speaking of that, make sure you're following us on Rumble at Don't Turn on America TV. And like I said, even if you're listening to this, yeah, Don, I'm listening to the podcast. I don't need to see your ugly ass. I get it. But if you have a Rumble account and you're following other shows. What the hell? It doesn't cost you anything to say, boom, I'm going to follow my boy. I'm going to hook him up with a follow. That's all I ask. If you want to watch it and you want to see the antics, you want to see the stuff that goes behind the scenes, then by all means, please watch the show also. And if you want to help me out financially, I will give you my Venmo for you to send me money. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but if you, if you want to help me out, you can go to the DTOM store. The link is at the bottom of the podcast app. There's one of the shirts right there that I that are on the thing, on the on the thing, man. Come on, man, on the website. Uh, there's plenty of other stuff there. You can check it out. And over here on this shoulder is Reaper Apparel Company's T-shirt and hat. You can check them out at Reaper Apparel. Col I knew I saw something flying around. Freaking that. ReaperApparelCo.com. Check them out and uh, use promo code DTOM for your uh, 10% off. On the DTOM store, you can use promo code DTOM, but you automatically get free shipping, and that kind of trumps the DTOM code, so that's why I don't give that out. But knock yourself out and give it a shot and see what happens. All right. So I started thinking about this, you know, and for what about a year now, you know, the, the Republicans been dragging their feet on Capitol Hill trying to, thinking about maybe possibly impeaching Joe Biden. And it all has to do with Hunter. Like, and even today, they, they're still talking about this. And I'm like, you know, I think we, I, I don't, I don't really know what we, when I say we, I mean those folks are thinking. But, um, I think, 
I think they're going about it all wrong. I mean, we can drag our feet on the whole thing about Hunter Biden and Burisma and Chinese and this, that, and everything, and I don't give a fuck, okay? What Joe Biden, what Joe Biden is doing right now as far as the border is concerned, and it's not even new. This has been going on for three-plus years. Should be enough to impeach him based on that thing alone. Now, don't be twisted. If you're new to this show and you're listening, and let's say you stumbled upon this and you're a Democrat and you're a Joe Biden fan, you cannot deny the fact that he might be saying now, well, I need help and give me control and do me this and do me that. Day one, and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, day one of his presidency, he signed an executive order nixing the Trump error uh, remain in Mexico bill that Mexico and America had agreed upon. Now, I've been talking about this for a while, okay? Now, other people are starting to bring this up. So, and, and I'm not saying other people like just random people. I'm talking about people on the Hill. So, my opinion is this. Maybe give two fucks about Hunter Biden, whatever. If you want to go after him for some bullshit and not being a registered agent of blah, 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 I don't care. Fuck, I don't care. Okay? I really don't give a fuck. Okay? Everything that's going on right now as far as these illegal aliens and these killings of these women and, and other people are his fault. And, and this is how I'm going to start this off. Okay, so if I'm calling the show um, The Treasonous Joe Biden... Okay, what makes me believe that that's the case? I'll tell you why that is. Because he is treasonous. No. Uh, treason, okay? I know you guys aren't idiots out there, but just in case someone doesn't really know exactly what that means, this is what it means. The offense of attempting to overt acts to overthrow the government of the state to which the offender owes allegiance or to kill a personally or personally injure the sovereign or sovereign's family. Okay? So, why am I saying that? Okay, so, he the offense, so that is what something one does, and he is attempting to overthrow, um, overt acts to overthrow the government. Not really, but he is of the state in which the offender has alliance to. So when Joe Biden became president on June, or I'm sorry, January, what, 20th or whatever of 2021, you know, this is what he said. Right hand and repeat after me. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability, will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend. The Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you, God. So help me, God. Congratulations. Okay, so obviously he's lying. So he's going to hell for that. I mean, he's going to hell for a lot of things, but he swore an oath to, to uphold the Constitution, so help him God, right? What part of allowing over 7 million illegal aliens come into this country 
is upholding the Constitution. Now, I've said this time and time and time and time and time again, that I don't give one iota of a fuck of anybody that wants to come to this country legally. I don't care where you're from, what country, if you come, you knock on the door and say, hi, I'm so-and-so, I'm from such-and-such country, and I want to come to your country because I want to be an American. I'm a doctor in my country, I'm a dentist in my country, I'm a business owner in my country, I'm a such-and-such in my country, I blah, 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 whatever. These individuals that we've known about, this isn't new. All this stuff isn't new. It's just every time a situation occurs, it flashes a light. So, you know, we have the newest situation of Lincoln, uh, is it Lincoln, Lincoln Riley. I'm sorry. No disrespect. I just, everything's off the top of the head, guys. And <laughs> um, we shouldn't have to wait for a tragedy to occur to feel this way. This is something that we should be, this is something we should do. Now, I'm going to play a clip here. This is from 1995, okay? And this is the President of the United States at the time, State of the Union Address. And this is what old Slick Willie had to say about illegal, illegal aliens. All Americans... Not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. So <clears throat> that was Democrat President Bill Clinton and sounding very much like Trump. If I mean, right? 1995, so you're talking almost 30 years ago is when that was done. Now, what did he just say that was not right? Nothing. Everything he said there was point on. The In the case of Lake, Lincoln Riley, and I, I know I'm saying her name wrong, and I really need to see what it is here because I have a wrote down here. Where is it at? Blah, blah, blah. Come on, where is it at? This is, this is what I do. This is what I do, guys. Um, freaking eggs. Yeah, Lakin, Lakin Riley. Okay, I knew I had it written down. Um, this dude, I don't want to say man, I don't want to say gentleman because he's neither of those. I don't recall his name and I don't give a fuck to know what his name is ever again in the world of my life. But he was stopped 
if I'm not mistaken, it was at least two different times for different infractions. Both times, the agencies that stopped him knew he was an illegal alien. Now, if you go just based on what Slick Willie just said, that we should be deporting criminal illegal aliens. Okay, they've already broke the law by coming into this country illegally. Number one, this guy did that, and then he did something else, went to New York, did something there, and was arrested. You know, he was arrested every time and released with, uh, oh, uh, you know, court appearance, you know, uh, show up to court on this date. And then he went to Georgia, where he then killed Lake and Riley. So, in all actuality, after the first time he was caught by whoever it was, he should have been deported. We see the, unfortunately, we see these time and time again, and I have some stats here, just, I'm going to go over them here in a little bit, so just hang with me, because I want to get to something else first, but that will really wrap your mind around this whole thing, that why we only talk about it when there happens to be a tragedy is beyond me, and we've really got to focus on not letting that happen. So before I get to that, I want to talk about New York real quick. And this is all kind of about illegals and whatnot. So we'll just we'll jump right into that. And, and I'm going to say this. For the folks that are in New York that are listening to this, you – I've never been one to say this much, but I'm telling you right now. You've got to get the hell out of New York, okay? But just, just don't come to Florida because we're full. We, we're, we're good. Nothing against you personally. We just – there's a lot of fucking people in here and this state ain't that big. So <laughs> let me play this here for you. This is your your illustrious governor, Kathy Hochul. Uh, and this is what she thinks that the state of New York should do with the illegals. Here. We need them. I hear this in every corner of the state. Governor Kathy Hochul's administration recently agreed to a proposal that could make it easier for migrants to get temporary jobs in state government. Approved earlier this month, the Civil Service Commission is working with agencies to implement the changes, which include dropping typical application requirements like proof of a high school diploma or proficiency in English. I have 10,000 openings in the New York State workforce from our operations to SUNY. I have 10,000 openings. So this is to give options for people, but to say we are working intensely to get work authorization applications. These are all legal people. The goal is to make it faster for migrants to get jobs once they get legal work authorization. Hochul is eyeing around 4,000 entry-level positions that are currently unfilled within state agencies. Those include clerical or administrative roles, technical support, equipment service and repair jobs, as well as those positions in food services. Those jobs won't be limited to just migrants, and officials are billing it as a win-win. Okay, I'm not going to play this whole clip because here's the thing. She's – ship them up here. Ship them up here. We got I, – I got 10,000 jobs alone that I need. You have citizens of this country, of your state, that need work. They could work. The numbers that I have found – now, New York, for whatever reason, isn't the, the best state when it comes to – reporting stats evidently but so the last month was november 23 okay so what three two months ago let's not count february so we'll say two months ago 
um, the number of New Yorkers that were unemployed in the state of New York was 420,621 people. Okay? Surely that's higher by now because that was 11,000 more than the month before. Um, the, the fact that this lady is requesting that whatever state, whether it be Florida, Georgia, Texas, whoever, send the migrants up our way because we, we could use the help. We need people to work. You've got 420,000 people. Now, I get it. 420,000 people, there's a good chunk of those people that are just fucking lazy. I understand. But you're releasing or relieving certain situations for these migrants, illegals, whatever you want to call them, to be able to apply for jobs like high school diplomas, proof of this and proof of that. How many of these 420,000 people that are unemployed can't get jobs because of those same issues? So if you're, you know, a man or a woman who didn't graduate high school, whatever whatever happened, it doesn't matter, you didn't graduate high school, or something happened, you didn't graduate, you know, whatever the case is, you don't have a high school diploma, and, you know, life just hasn't been good to you, okay? It happens. But how many times have those people tried to go get a job somewhere, but because of those situations are unable to get a job. So my question is this, will these rules that are being relieved for the migrants, the illegals, will they also apply to American citizens that fall in the same category? And I think that's a very important question because she can want all these people in the world, whatever, it's New York's problem. But the fact that you're requesting these people because you have positions to fill, when you have 420,000 unemployed people in your state as it is, you mean to tell me out of these 420,000, you can't find 10,000 people to come work for your government in some form or fashion that they would not be as equally qualified as an illegal? You know? And those are the things that bother me as an American. And, and this doesn't even concern me because I don't live in New York. I don't have any family that lives in New York. It's not my problem. But as an American citizen, it is. And the, the things that happen as you request, as these states, these sanctuary, look, look, look what happened in Athens, for example. This dude, Jose, whatever his name was, went from New York to Athens, because why he was arrested in New York, he was released with a court date, went to Athens, Athens of all places. How many people, I mean, no offense to Athens, I'm not, obviously, I don't know how, if you're watching this, you know, I don't know how well you can see things in the, in the, uh, in the DTOM studios, but anyone that knows me knows I am not a Georgia Bulldog fan. So I would personally have no reason to ever want to ever go to Athens. No offense to the great people of Athens. Uh, I am a Florida Gator, and that's how it is. <laughs> you guys know, if you're a Georgia Bulldog fan, you get it. But no one just goes to Athens unless you're going to school. Or you have a child that's at that school and you're going to visit or you're going to watch a football game. Other than that, no one just, you know what, I wonder, Athens is nice this time of year. Let's go visit. No one does that. No one says that. But these individuals are. Why? Because that city and that county are what? Sanctuary cities. So these illegals are given a list 
prior to coming to this country. Now, a lot of people don't talk about this, but these individuals are given a list by the 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 smugglers, the coyotes, whatever you want to call, however they're getting into this country. They're given a list that says these are the cities in the states that you want to go to because these are the places that are you're more you're the safest that even if you do get in trouble, nothing's really going to happen to you. You probably get a court date, you know, barring you killing someone, you're you're probably going to be okay. And that's why that's why someone like this guy chose to go to Athens of all places. Okay? And no one's really asked that question. It's starting to come up now since that dipshit mayor from Athens said what he had to say the other day. But in my personal opinion, there should be no such thing as sanctuary cities, counties, or states because if you're whatever, one of those situations, if, okay, I guess the way I, the best way I could put it is if I were president and the state of Michigan wanted to become a sanctuary state. I don't, I don't care. There, there's no difference, in my opinion, there's no difference in a state or a city saying something like that than there is in Texas wanting to succeed. There's no difference. And the reason I say that is this, is if you're a city or, and or a state that claims this, that you are willing to break federal law by not reporting, you know, illegals that are in your state or your city, especially ones that have done crimes that you chose not to call ICE or Border Patrol or whoever to come get said person because you feel some sort of way about it, then I feel that you should be absolved from being able to get any kind of fi- uh, federal funding, any kind of funding for your, your police departments, or anything like that. S- s- screw it. Deal with it your fucking self. And I know that's a hard stance to take, but if you live in this state, if you live in any of these states or any of these cities, because it's not like Georgia is a sanctuary state. You know, it's just you have pockets. I mean, I'm sure in Florida, if I looked it up, there's probably sanctuary cities and stuff in, in this state. Just because... Just because the state in general is a red state doesn't mean that Tampa or Orlando or Jacksonville or those cities aren't blue cities. And that is everywhere. Texas has blue cities. Um, I'm trying to think of like deep red states. Um, Georgia, you know, um, most of your southeast, which is would be considered a Republican area, has blue cities. And it's your main cities for whatever reason. I don't know why that happens, but it is. But the the percentage of unemployed in the city of New York is even higher. Now, these stats are based on American citizens born or otherwise. These numbers have nothing to do with the illegals. These are all people that are American citizens. Considering the city, the city itself has over half the population of the state, you know, that's pretty of a crazy number. I think the population in New York is roughly 19 million. And about 10 of that is in New York City, in, you know, in the five boroughs. But the fact that both the governor and the mayor are saying the same thing, why aren't they working on getting Americans back to work versus illegals? Now, when Hochul says government jobs, those also include 
law enforcement at some level. And so, you know, think about that for just a moment. She wants to hire illegals, illegal aliens to enforce the law. <laughs> so what law? Whose laws? How can lawbreakers actively enforce the law? That'd be like saying, I'm going to go ahead and hire the biggest drug kingpin that I know to be my drug czar. Because that person is going to know the inner workings of that. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And, and she's just one. There's plenty of other governors and mayors that are doing the same thing. We only hear about this stuff when there's a tragedy. And the fact that we're talking about Lake and Riley and the, and the tragedy that happened to her last week is astonishing that that's all we're talking about. So this, this is what I was talking about earlier. Now, this is something that I've been talking about for three fucking years now. So finally, finally, a congressperson ha- finally is going to say the words. goes down to the border today for a photo op, has been aptly pointed out. He has the authority today to fix this problem that he created. And let's go back to his first day in office. Joe Biden, with a pen, undid the policies that President Trump had in place that were working. Remain in Mexico was a negotiated agreement between our two countries. You know, when Joe Biden says, oh, it's hard because, boy, Mexico doesn't want to do it. Mexico didn't want to get into the agreement when President Trump was in office. But President Trump made it abundantly clear to the president of Mexico why it was important to happen. And ultimately, it did happen. And remain in Mexico stopped a lot of that illegal flow. Ending catch and release was something else President Trump did that worked effectively. Joe Biden reversed that policy on his own. There were no laws passed to do that. So... I've been saying that. Obviously, Steve Scalise is a fan of the show. I appreciate you for listening. <laughs> but it's it's true. People don't want to talk about that because it's they don't want to believe that it's true. And the fact that dipshit himself is trying to blame all of this fucking shit on Trump is astonishing. And I've said this before, and this is something Dan Bongino says a lot, snapshots and sound bites. So just because Joe Biden says it doesn't mean it's true. And Republicans do the same thing. But in this situation, this, you know, every time, if you've noticed in his three plus years of being president, every time something goes wrong, he's blaming Trump. Oh, the economy lost because Trump, you know, you know, I had to build back this, build back better. I had to bring this economy out of the toilet. No one talks about COVID, how that wrecked the economy. And then you talk about this. Well, you know, the previous administration, the border, blah, 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 blah. The previous administration had the shit on lock. And I've talked about this, too. Since if you go back from Bush, Obama, and Trump, the if you add their numbers up together as president, their numbers total don't equate to what the three-plus years of Biden being president have done. So this isn't a Republican or Democrat thing. This is a Joe Biden thing. That's why I'm saying that this guy is a treasonous son of a bitch, and he needs he needs to be treated like a treasonous son of a bitch. Fuck impeachment, okay? We all know what the crime, the penalty is for treason. 
That's what I'm talking about. That's where this needs to escalate to. This isn't about being an asshole or being a Democrat because you had a Democratic uh, president prior to Trump whose numbers were not that horrible. Trump's were a little bit better, but they weren't drastically better. Okay? But you compare Trump, Obama's eight years, and Bush's eight years, and that... You add all that together, and it still doesn't come up to be more than what has crossed in the three years of Biden. And that's that's what I'm talking about. This has nothing to do with party lines. This is Joe Biden himself, period. That's why I say he needs to be held to the highest on treason. That's my personal opinion. Take it for what it's worth. But I'm telling you right now. Now, this aired the other day on on Fox. Maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't. And I'm going to play it because I have something to say about it. What you're seeing is basically an unmarked building. All signage is removed. That's the first sign you know that this is an NGO, a non-governmental organization. In this case, Casa Alitas, who is housing illegal immigrants. Let's go inside to see what happens. Um, Trying to rent a room? Oh, no, we don't rent rooms. Why? Is this a hotel? We don't, can you guys get off the property, please? Is this not a hotel? Can you please exit the property? It's private property. Who's private property? There's no, there's no name outside? Can you please help them exit the building? What's the problem? But is this where illegals are being housed with government funding? Can you please get off our property? All of you, please, or I'm going to call the police. Please call them. Okay. Yeah, hi, what is this? Um, you need to leave, please. But I need to know what it is. Oh, Casa Alitas. This is Casa. This is an NGO paid for by government money. We're not going to answer any of your questions. Just, can you explain what you do here? No. Why, why so much secrecy? You know, that's what the American people want to understand. What's happening here? Why? So I'll just wait with you here until you leave, but we won't be answering any questions. ¿Podemos hablar? Tú puedes hablar nosotros si quieres. So that was Rachel Campos Duffy from Fox. I tell you what, that takes some nerve. But she's asking the right questions. Who's paying for this? Why is it here? And what are we doing? So this was in Arizona. So here's my question with all this. Now, this is one city in one state. I would be willing to bet these locations exist in New York, in Illinois, in Michigan, in Washington State, California. And essentially, if you've seen the video, it looks like it's an old, or not even old, it looks like it's a La Quinta or something like that where they just took the signs down and the government essentially gave money to a NGO, which is a non-government organization, to rent out this hotel, essentially, and fill it full of migrants, immigrants, illegals, okay? And my whole point to all of this is this. This, once again, isn't new. I'd be willing to bet if those people at that place would have been willing to answer some questions, that facility's probably been in business for a, for a while. Didn't look like it just opened, you know, based on the signage and stuff that was on the walls. It'd probably been open for a good year, maybe longer. And my question 
to all of this is this. Arizona has one of the worst homelessness crises in the nation. Okay? Has nothing to do with illegals. These are American citizens, whether they're just random people, veterans, whatever their problem is that caused them to be homeless, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is you have... Um, <laughs> they saw between 20 and 20, 2020 and 2022 a, a jump of 23% in homeless popula- population. Um, of, there's over 13,000 people in the state of Arizona who are homeless. Now, I've briefly been to Arizona. If you've been to Arizona or you live in Arizona, you are about to understand every bit about what I'm about to say. Okay. Now, 13,000 people doesn't sound like a lot, and I'm sure there's states with more. But Arizona isn't a very populated state, and the majority of its population resides in one county, and that's Maricopa County, which you probably have heard of before. That's where Phoenix is and so on and so forth. And the reason I say that is because if you've ever been to Arizona or if you live in Arizona, there's not much of anything to see in Arizona. No offense to the state or the people that live there. You understand what I'm talking about. And the only reason I know this is that we went to Vegas about 10 years ago. And, of course, like most nerds, we went to Hoover Dam, right? We rented a car. Hey, babe, let's go to Hoover Dam. Cool. I'm going to go take the damn tour. <laughs> See if they have any damn bait. And we go to the dam. We go to the dam to see the dam. And we get done. And you see the dam. And it was like, well, let's let's keep driving. Let's go into Arizona because you're right there and see what we see. You know what you see when you leave the Hoover Dam and go into Arizona? Nothing. <laughs> I swear to God, we drove for a, a solid 45 minutes. And we're just driving. There's rock. There's a cactus. There's, a, there's another rock. There's another cactus. All right, look. Here's the deal. We've been driving for about 45 minutes. And there's a sign coming up ahead. I can see one of those green signs that say whatever the next town is. Whatever that one says, we're, we're going to base our decisions there. We get get to that sign, and I don't recall the name of the town, but it was whatever it was. was still like 60 or 80. I don't remember off the hand, but it was it was like an hour drive away. I was like, nope, turn right the fuck around and going back to Vegas because that's how it is. <laughs> so to have a number of 13,000 is probably... In one area. Now, why am I saying this? Is this. If our government can spend money to give to NGOs to house illegal aliens, how much of that money could we be or have been using for our own homeless problem? You have no problem buying out or renting out or whatever the situation is there, a hotel. It was a, hell, I don't know. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It was, uh, let me fast forward a little bit. So it was probably about a four or five story hotel, let's say. Probably had a couple hundred rooms, you know. You could probably fit a thousand homeless people in there. I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just guessing. But instead of worrying about American citizens, we are 
we are housing illegal aliens that don't belong here. Why? And if you live in one of these states that have one of these facilities, you should be asking the same question. So, you know, the other day we talked about the brutal murder murder of Lake and Riley. And as much as I agree, we should talk about this all the time. She is one. She is one. Now, the fact that the Biden administration and Biden himself hasn't had shit to say about this whole situation is is asinine as it is. But the more astonishing number is this. Illegal migrants with convictions for murder, rape, and child molestation are astounding. So this is from the other day. Border agents guarding the southern border continue to apprehend dangerous migrants attempting to cross illegally into the country. U.S. Border Patrol Chief uh, Jason Owens posted on X Tuesday that in the previous 72 hours, 11 people with violent criminal histories were arrested along the southwestern border. Now, how does he know that? It's because they were already arrested here. Okay? Their criminal histories include child molestation, aggravated assault, rape, murder, and, and the manufacturing of trafficking or trafficking of firearms. So, what, is, what does that all mean? So, I found these statistics. This is, this is from U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. So, if you look at the to, uh, total criminal convictions, convictions by type, okay? So, uh, on this graph, it gives uh, fiscal year 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. And those numbers are, let me see, and I think it gives, it gives so far this year also. So fiscal year 2024 year to date, which if you guys know anything, it's, it's only February. So it's only been a little while. So we're looking at your total, your, your conviction types. These are people that have been convicted. Okay. Assault, battery, domestic violence. That's one. Burglary, robbery, burglary, robbery, larceny, that's another one. Driving under the influence, homicide, manslaughter, illegal drug possession, illegal entry, reentry, illegal weapons, possession, and sexual offenses. Okay. So let's look at the most important one, I think, is homicide, manslaughter. Okay, so 17, 18, 19, and 20. So those were the years of Trump being your president. There was three, three, two, and three. Now, mind you, that's 11 too many. But in 2021, Biden's first year after he said, "Mm, come on in, water's great, 60. 2022, 62. 2023, 29, so that's better, I guess. But so far this year, 14. Assault, battery, domestic violence. Under Trump's four years, 692, 524, 299, 201. So you could see how the trend went down as he was president. The first year of Biden's presidency. So let me, let me do some quick math. So let's just call that 7, 12, 15. We'll call that uh, 1,700 under Trump, give or take. Under Biden's first year, almost 1,200. First year. In his first year as president, he had almost as many illegals 
commit assault, assault, battery, or domestic violence. In the second year, it was over 1,200. I'm sorry, in the second year, it was another 11, it was 1,150. And in the third year, it was over 1,200. So in the three years, as him as president, you're talking 3,600 convictions. These are convictions. That doesn't mean that that's the number of, of assaults. That's the number that were convicted. So far this year, 372. 372 so far this year is more than Trump's last two years individually. So when I talk about Biden being treasonous, these are the things I'm talking about. Lake and Riley, I, I feel I couldn't imagine that being my daughter and what I would feel. I, I, as a father, and I'm sure you guys that are listening to this would feel the same way, I wouldn't want to kill that little motherfucker. I'm telling you. Not Biden, I'm talking about the guy that did it. But she is one. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to click on I've got I've got five different stories here. I'm just going to click on them real quick because we're running out of time. Illegal migrants with convictions or murder, rape, child molestation. Um, let me see where I was. Okay, so uh, illegal Salvadorian migrant was arrested in connection to the murder of a toddler in Maryland while, while an illegal immigrant from Honduras has been arrested in Louisiana for allegedly raping a 14-year-old girl and repeatedly stabbing, stabbing another man during a robbery. Jose Ibarra, we talked about. That's the jackass that killed Lake and Riley. Um, so that's that's one little set. Uh, this is from the 27th. Let me see if it's the same people here. Let me see here. Undocumented immigrant accused of stabbing. Yeah, so this is that same guy. This is Kenner Police. Uh, this is in Louisiana. So we talked about that just a second ago. Um so this is Mother Testifies. This is in January of this year. Mother Testifying about daughter's murder by alleged MS-13 immigrant sues DHS for $100 million in wrongful, wrongful death lawsuit. And here's, here's the key about this. Now, you might not have heard about this unless you happen to be from this town. But every single person in this country who's affected by one of these pieces of shit, if nothing else... This is what you need to do. You need to sue the fuck out of this administration and the Biden administration, the DOJ, and everyone else you can because they're at fault. This is from Virginia. Virginia woman suing the Biden administration for $100 million in a wrongful death lawsuit that blames the Department of Homeland Security for the murder of her daughter after Border Patrol agents allegedly released an unaccompanied minor from custody despite his alleged ties to MS-13. There you go. Why? Because it's catch and, catch and release. That's why. The fact that the Biden administration has called for these things to happen and these atrocities to take place is reason enough that that son of a bitch doesn't need to be impeached. He needs to be tried for the crime of treason and everything that belongs with being found guilty of that. Period. I encourage that anybody listening to this and everybody that's listening to this to please make sure, number one, you you share this show, 
okay? If you give two fucking shits about this country and the people that live in it, including you and your family, that you contact your congressperson, your senator, and make these claims be known, that, in my opinion, going after Biden for... uh, for um god damn what's the fucking word <laughs> god bless it uh impeachment i'm an idiot going after him for impeachment and what whatever did or didn't happen between him and hunter and china and all this shit. i don't give two fucks arrest hunter biden give him a fucking sack of cocaine i don't care okay whatever Hunter did, didn't do, maybe did, and his dad and brother and everybody else that was involved, it doesn't fucking matter because that didn't get all these people killed in this country. What got these people killed in this country is that fucker signing an executive order that says we're no longer going to do the Remain in Mexico. Let all these fucking people come in. Okay? Now, mind you, of the 7.2 million people that's come into the country, it's a minute number of people that committed crimes. I understand that. But that's not the point. If they weren't here, guess what would happen? Like and Riley would still be alive. If you're listening to this and anything like this has ever happened to you or someone in your family, I encourage you to find a lawyer. And start a lawsuit immediately. And forward this to your congressman, your congresswoman, your senators, whoever. And tell them, we are no longer going to stand for this bullshit. And that Joe Biden needs to be held at the highest level for the crime of treason. I don't give a fuck about impeaching him. Impeaching him doesn't do anything but kick him out of office. We, the people, can do that ourselves in November. Okay? I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about this fucker ruining the country that he's already ruined. And what do we get to do about it? I don't know. All right, guys. With that being said, what I need you guys to do, please... Make sure you're following the show on social media. Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. And uh, on the true, uh, the Twitter X machine at DTime underscore 1775. Don't forget about our website, the uh, DontTreadOnAmerica.com. If you want to email me, you can hit me up at DonQ at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. Guys, anything you want to talk to me about, you can hit me up on any of those situations. Make sure you share this with your friends. Follow the show. And... Uh, yeah, hit the DTOM store and don't forget about our sponsor, ReaperApparelCo.com. Other than that, you guys have a fantastic day, and I'll talk to you again later. See ya.